Human rights. Welcome to Tim and Joel. Call it in the ring. Uh, we're going to talk about pro wrestling, which involves the implicit ignoring of human rights crimes. Did you know that talking about it uh, is, is implies that we support it? That we support everything that's going on over there. Did you know mm-hmm, that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you did you know that they they call it sports did. washing, I and did. clearly it's that's true. all it means. Yeah, yeah. Um, sports you know, washing. Sports washing. They call it. Mm. It's ten a.m. Well, on a you know Sunday. What, Joel? <laughs> uh, it's uh, yeah, and it's comments like that that's going to uh, keep you separated from your passport for a little while longer. Okay. Listen, buddy. I'm a Jew. Let's start right there. <laughs> My passport ain't getting. I don't know how Paul handles. Yeah, it's, it's best. It's best you don't travel for a while. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand how Paul E. Dangerously Heyman is able to do this. How does he get to Saudi and I can't? I, I mean, yeah, I'm sure I could. I'm a special. I'm, I'm a blonde-looking Jew. Anyway, Timmy, will call the ring. They hey, bypass everything. <laughs> they just you know. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> doing doing my best. I watched all the wrestling. I watched the Saudi show. This is the first one I watched front to back rather than very quickly skipping through. Well, then. Uh, it was fine. It was a long <laughs> I, show. I thought there were a lot of women hours. in the audience. And then I realized it was just, it was, it was too long. I, I didn't even know about the Uso. Uh, Brawl and like, Brutes. Uh, uh, Brawl and Brutes match. But then I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. And it was fine. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about a lot of things. I mean, we'll talk about Crown Jewel. We'll talk about Dynamite. We'll talk about a little bit about from Rampage. There were some notes that came up and some SmackDown stuff. That Gunther and Ray match was so yeah. friggin' good. Let's get the let's get the plugs out of the way. Hi, all. How you doing? It's good to see you, chat. Hope you're here to pop off with us early on a Sunday. We have moved. We are now Sundays at 10 a.m. Because if there's one thing we can do, it's bury ourselves even deeper into your ears don't go to church instead you can leave a thumbs up on this video into sunday mornings that's right leave a thumbs up on this video comment afterwards because that gets people talking about us and you can subscribe to us here at fightful overbooked while you're at it you can support us with uh, your super chats if you donate a super chat here youtube.com slash fightful overbooked any amount of question question or statement read on the air that's easy for me to say little dollar sign bottom of the chat window get you uh get you in on it and we have our Discord. It's the Overbook Discord. There's a link in the description. Don't tell Sean Ross that because he won't believe it exists. Did the plugs. Where do you want to start, Tim? I don't I don't we might as well start with the Saudi show. That's May as the well. Biggest thing, the biggest news. Uh, it certainly so, isn't Jeff Jarrett. That's not the biggest news. I mean, so. it's big news for me. Come on, Jeffrey Jarrett getting the bag. It's big oh. news. It's not the biggest news. What? What is the? He biggest looks news? good. He looks damn good for his age. Just saying. Well, yeah, he keeps in shape. I, I give him that. It's uh, you know, it, it's good that he does that. I'm happier when he does that. It is, and he looks good, and yeah. he still cuts a pretty decent promo. Just saying. And My World's a fun entrance song for a douchebag. It's good. It is it's good stuff. Especially the, it's the weird putting flower friends. in a guitar though. I find that so strange. How do you mean? Like, I mean, it gets to the cloud of either he has very filthy guitars that he smashes or he's putting flour in them, which is which is a funny gimmick. Oh, the baby powder. Baby powder guitar. Yeah. Well, you can't. Well, OK, but baby powder is now cornstarch because talcum powder messes you up. <laughs> I just discovered there we have latency going on. There is a good solid like half a second between you and wild. I. It is wild. Yeah. It, it's I don't know what is going on. Why you're in a remote location, perhaps in Saudi Arabia, kept in a basement. Uh, beware the bone saw. Um, but yeah. Do me a favor. Yeah, I'm going to vamp for a second. Just just refresh your your page. Yeah. You're gonna, you, you leave and then come back, and I'm going to bring you All back, right. and, and then we'll talk about. All right. See you in a minute. Slap. All right, so we'll talk about Logan Paul. We'll talk about Roman Reigns. We'll talk about the women's tag match. Uh, I, there's a lot to do. Oh, by the way, before Tim comes back, I'll tell you right off the top of the air, I will be on Wrestling Observer Live with Andrew Zarian tonight, so you can go ahead and enjoy that. I am now Tim. Hi, Tim. How are you? Good. Tim. We're still, oh, the, the, no, we're still talking. Isn't aligned with the... Here we go. 
I will yeah, reload. I don't know what's going this, on, brother. This is great. This is one's novel. Right. I got one's nothing right. happening right now. Hi, all. Here is bisected Tim. This is the strangest technical issue we've ever had, I think. Because normally this isn't a problem. This is normally fine. No, still same. Wow, this is impressive. Anyway, let's. Did just... you piss off Bell? I saw you were feuding with Bell. I'm still feuding with <laughs> Bell Canada. By the way, if you move into a place that has a promotional uh, plan on your internet and Bell doesn't allow you to have that promotional plan, fight like hell because you will get it. Anyway, let's go to Saudi Arabia. Let's talk about it. Where shall we start? All right, if we must. Uh, the start of the show, buddy. All right, chronologically. Talk to me it about it. It was fine. <laughs> it was like, it was whatever. It was two big guys doing the same big guy shtick they always do. What I what I took away from it was that good on Lesnar for getting absolutely beat red. Like, that was alarming. Like, he, he just got real beat red from that full Nelson. A uh, big fan of the barricade spot, I'm sure you are. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> seen enough of that people are gonna watch this and react and be like why is this like a full second and a half behind <laughs> with the reaction times it's so strange it, it's like you're in space like i don't <laughs> very strange i wish i could tell you what happened it's very strange we had a power outage last night but uh everything else is working here i'm telling you bell's pissed at you they're like, okay, we'll give his, we'll give him his damn discount. But uh, it was in my Twitter it. circle. They shouldn't know anything. Anyway, Lesnar wins the match, bastards, and then Bobby Lashley locks on that hurt lock once again. Uh, good, weird finish. They did the the submission turns bad into finish. a Just rolling a bad hinge. Oh, was it that bad? It's it's yeah. It was that bad. It was sloppy. Like how can Lesnar not? just like jump up and push off the turnbuckle. Like at this point, like, I don't know. One of them screwed up. It looked like crap. Bobby didn't even have his shoulders down for the first count. Like it was the Shayna Baszler finish. You yeah. Know, garbage. Kyrie and Shayna Baszler finish. <laughs> yeah. DST is ruining the internet right now. Yeah. I was. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's destroying it. <laughs> this is why we should just get rid of these time changes. It's true. That way my child wouldn't wake up an hour earlier. Anyway, is it going to be Bobby and Brock at WrestleMania for the millionth N- time now? N- no, I don't think we're going to go that route. I think if anything, okay, they'll do something That's at the, the Rumble. They'll do something at the Rumble. They might do something at Elimination Chamber with the two of them in a pod or something like in the pods. But we don't really know yet because the Roman stuff has to play out as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'm for all of it. Like at least Brock put over Bobby quite well. Like that was the best thing from it. Cause you know, full-time part-time, like I'd rather see that. Um, the match itself. I saw so many people like Sean had mentioned like, or someone, not Sean, someone had mentioned that um, the, the women's tag title match, like was really awesome. Like more so than the first match. And people were like, oh, they were both special in their own right. And I was like, no, the first match, like, why is that good? Why is that considered good when two guys like sprint for five minutes and then it's over? Like, it wasn't that much of a match. Like, they didn't do anything other than the same big guy spots they've always done. Like, Omos and Braun was more interesting to me because I haven't seen the same damn match 800 times at this point between different large muscular men. Like, it feels like uh, uh, recent, most recently, or at least um, in the past few years, the the template for that was WrestleMania 33 with uh, Goldberg and Brock. Everyone praises that one. It was a five minute sprint. Yeah, it was for the championship, and it just kind of it came to its natural conclusion in a very dominant way. Goldberg made Brock look like a million bucks, lost the title, and it was now back to you know domination of Brock Lesnar. And, and people praise that match rightfully so. But now we have to watch out and not yeah and there's a time and a place but yeah like it's just it it has happened so much since then that i just i've lost interest it's a format that just doesn't seem to leave and it doesn't work for me anymore because it's not it's not novel they're not doing any new spots because they literally blew all these spots in the build like they did all of this stuff so mm. 
You know what they should have done? They should have taken out one of those uh, tent posts that that go to cover the top of the ring. They should have taken out one of those, and that would have been that. Yeah, been- yeah, yeah, that would have been yeah. Do that barricade spot. <laughs> that sounds so difficult to rig in a way that won't murder a bunch of people, <laughs> especially the hundreds of small boys at at ringside. <laughs> Best they could do is like put a bunch of boxes down. They've done that before over by that area. That's like a television area. They keep a couple of cameras yeah. and some cables there. They'll they'll have them run up and, and do do a spot over there, which is nice. Like I like that. But if they could like find a way to take out one of those yeah, posts totally. somehow and just make it teeter, I think that would be just phenomenal. That would do some real cool stuff. One day, one day. Yeah, that's the thing. They have a fail. Just have a fail safe that keeps it aloft, but they take out the post. That would be excellent. So do you think the women's tag titles are as devalued as everyone else is saying now that they've been flip-flopped again? No, no, not, not at all. I think that everyone is freak. Like I don't, the amount of times that people lose and win titles in real life, in real combat sports, like it goes back and forth like this. Sometimes that's not a big deal. Um, I think the story of damage control is one of delusional self-confidence like that's kind of the angle they're going with which is fine like there's a lot of bravado they don't need to win everything i don't mind this back and forth at all i find it made this this match even the slightest bit interesting to have it have gone back and forth rather than than have uh alexa bliss and asuka two people who don't have a whole lot to do with each other in a tag team for no good reason like i'm I'm fine with how this is played out because it was as interesting as it could have been could have been while featuring these two women who don't have characters or storylines right now. Well, I mean, Asuka has her character. Like she is a, a character. It's just, she has no story and Alexa bliss has no character right now. So are we, um, are we, are we inching closer to the Alexa bliss Bray Wyatt stuff? I don't, I don't think so either. I think that's just Triple H having fun with his new power to actually allow callbacks to happen. I don't know no, that she's going to be in his stable. Thing. I hope she isn't. Yes. You saw the yeah, yeah. 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 And they, they kind of I think that's just him. I think that's just, I think that's just them being like, oh, remember the past? We used to not be able to refer to the past. Now we can refer to the past. Like, do I think that the women's tag team ch- titles are still garbage? Yes. Yeah, because there's still no women's tag teams. Like, that's the biggest issue. But I, I don't think that this changed the, that in any way. It didn't make it worse. It didn't make it better. It was a good match, at least, because the people in it are very, very strong. And Alexa Bliss, despite having no character, is in phenomenal in-ring shape. She put on a, a hell of a show. So I'm very yeah. happy to see that better than, like, EO, if anyone had the rough night, which was surprising. So, like, mm. Hey man, that's a uh, that's a time change for you. That jet lag will mess you up. I know that. Mm. Um, okay, so <laughs> Nikki yeah. Cross comes out and costs Alexa Bliss effectively the match. Now, one way you could have made that maybe a little more effective for the women's tag division is if on Monday you have Nikki Cross come out and be like, "Oh, I did that, but I didn't do that alone," and she introduces a tag partner of her own. And now the women's tag division kind of beefs up a little bit. You add someone to that story and suddenly it's like, I did it because I want the women's tag titles and I can take them from Dakota Kai and Eoskai a lot easier than I can from Bliss and, and Asuka, for example. I took out the champs, but I need a tag partner. Um, I don't think we're yeah. going that way. So I think you're yeah. right. There, It kind of devalues the, the tag division nope. when <laughs> a singular wrestler comes in and just takes out one of the people we're probably going towards bliss and Nikki and that's fine. Those matches will be fine, but um, you're right. It, it's a little strange when, um, when people put so much stock into something that never was there to begin with, but the, the back and forth, the flip-flopping, I don't know. It didn't do much for me. It didn't, didn't bug me as much as it seems to have. I don't, I don't think. Yeah. Ditto. Like I, I find there's this weird thing in pro wrestling where everyone has to be like ultra dominant or they're nothing, which is, as you can imagine, impossible to manage. Like you can't tell stories that way. You can't feature your roster that way. It's okay if people lose, like it does not matter. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. It would be nice if Nikki Cross was getting a partner, even Piper Niven back. That would be fine. Be like, yeah, I got a new friend now, Alexa. And then, but but again, what I think this is, I think it's a reset in character for both Alexa and Nikki. I think they're going to reestablish them as singles competitors by actually having them have like a grudge feud where they can, you know, recall their broken friendship that had mediocre kind of play back originally. Um, and hopefully along the way, Alexa can get an identity that isn't still with the stupid doll AR, even though she doesn't even carry the doll anymore. Why didn't the doll get a mini tag team title belt? Damn it. We lost so much time and money on oh, that. Man. Um, I'm good without that. But yeah, I thought the match itself was really strong. But again, the standout from it was Alexa. Like, yeah. Which is didn't expect something, yeah, something you don't say very often. But, uh, you know, she went home and you sat around for a little while and was like, hey, talk, talk to me when you have some creative. And then they found some creative for her. It's not always strong, but now she's actually wrestling, kind of. you know. Yeah, yeah. Now she's just trying her best and, and wrestling well. So it was good. It was good. Good for her. Um, maybe yeah. maybe her, her married life is turning out to be a great opportunity for her work life. Who knows? Maybe maybe it's because, do you know why she's happy, Tim? What? Tim, you know why she's happy? Because she didn't have her bags lost. Why? That's good. That's always refreshing because <laughs> God knows what's happening if you lose your bags. And anyway, <laughs> Drew and Cross. Uh, that was a match. The cage match was. Uh, it was okay. It wasn't phenomenal. There were moments where I it was, was okay. Uh, I liked. There were moments. I'm. I'm. Look. There were definitely moments I liked. Moments like uh, Spike Witch Scarlet Bordeaux coming out in fetish gear in Saudi Arabia. Loved it. Loved every second of it. Keep doing that. Uh, I loved seeing all the women looking uh, terrifying and kind of having. Yeah, it was good. It was good. It was a good way to like kind of. Mm, wake up. I'm sure all of those like again hundreds of tiny boys in the screaming uh, fans. We're, 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 you know, very confused. <laughs> I hope not the, not the biggest fan of the whole, like she kept getting involved in the match from the outside. Like Drew's in the cage. He can easily. Yeah. It made, it made Drew look across. real stupid. I can tell you that much. Yeah. yeah. So you had her yeah, like Drew climb the cage. Cause like at one point she was just like, no, no, no. Like, and he was just like, yeah, no, you no. And then he got, you know, choked. Um, and then the door, the stupid door. I don't mind cage escape as a method, but the door should be locked. Yeah, it should I be. Agree. Padlocked and everything. Get some mace. Like lock the door. Damage. You have to crawl out the top if you want. Yeah. Yeah, the mace. Mace again. Use a different thing. Well, we can't use fireballs because uh, that doesn't Just have her work. spit in his mouth. That would have been horrible. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just have her spit in his mouth. There you go. That, that would throw me really off. I bad would be so thrown, like bad. No, bad squash. <laughs> bad. No. Bad. Uh, yeah, hit him with a newspaper. <laughs> that's right. A, a flaming newspaper. Uh, so Drew McIntyre gets the win. And uh, <laughs> yeah. what's next? What's next for Cross? Do we do it again? Because Cross is like not like this, you know. Do no. You, <laughs> you put her in a shark cage. You put Scarlet in a shark cage. You raise her above the ring, and there's uh, your moment for the. I don't know for the next pay-per-view. Yeah, I don't know. I I just had a bunch of ideas, but they all got they're all definitely not TV PG fourteen or whatever. So like I, I don't know. I've been thinking about that shark cage. Anyway, for all power to the spike witch. <laughs> the spike witch. I know. No one ever <laughs> uses the shark cage anymore. There was a wholesome moment before the match where they were showing the the drones the 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 lighting drones that were doing all of those um, effects throughout the night with the, the wrestlers and their logos and stuff. So they showed the, uh, the hourglass mm. and you could see cross and Scarlet. They showed it on TV for some reason, which I was like, shouldn't have done that. But anyway, they're like marveling at it. They were like, this is so cool. And like, I love the wholesomeness of those two, like being super enthralled by like their IP, like up in lights, literally up in lights like that. Yeah. Uh, and there was a lot of really cool stuff with those drones throughout the night. I really appreciate it. And I hope they, they bring not necessarily the, the lighting drones, but the, some of the video drones, some of those action shots they were getting were really cool. And I hope that they bring some of those yeah. back. 
But um, Very cool. yeah, I, I want to draw attention. I, to I feel like WWE like really should be. I would I would mention like th- this cage match is the perfect time to bring up like camera investment, and I think the WWE really needs to like because they got those the AK setup on loan uh, or whatever the narrative is. Um, I think it's over that during the pandemic period, and that yeah, like what happened to that stuff? Um, they have so much money. It would be great if they invested in some novel camera technology, like because angles are the most important thing about this like getting a better shot inside the cage like through one of the many many available means would be heavenly that they just insist on not doing for reasons i don't understand and like flying a drone around in an arena is not that challenging so i don't understand why that's not being levied more like there's just a bunch of stuff that is available now for not very much money that is not being leveraged and i think that that would make a world of difference in refreshing their program is just adding in some different camera work. Like it sure as hell isn't this AR crap. Like that's not the change that needs to happen. So I don't know. Yeah. The AR stuff is um, better, better when it's used minimally. That's for sure. Let's talk about judgment day. And the yeah, OC. certainly not when you're adding the Usos. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Uh, judgment day. No seat. Uh, Rhea Ripley, of course the X factor. She's it's Beth, man. Beth is coming back. I think that's the survival club. Yeah, everyone got exalted. I know, which is kind of dull to me. Why? They beat up Bullet Club. I feel like they're like, okay, we'll give you Shinsuke Nakamura if you don't get mad if we acknowledge the existence. Different, no, different companies. That's just now. One is Noah. (laughs) One is one is New Japan. Those are different. I think Gallows. Oh, really? See, I don't even know because I don't give a shit. (laughs) They they did mention the IWGP tag titles that were on Gallows. They mentioned Anderson's an ever openweight champion. Uh, listen, they're going to do yeah. Anderson in the Tokyo Dome. He's going to beat, he, he's going to lose that never open weight championship to somebody fun in the Tokyo Dome on January 4th. And I'm all for it. The match itself was fine. Yeah. It was fine. Yeah. It wasn't anything special. Uh, I don't know. I've never, found, I've never found the good brothers all that exciting. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't really get it. Um, they're fine. They're good heavies for uh, AJ, who is excellent. Uh, Dominic Guerrero was interesting. That was it. <laughs> As they said, Dominic Guerrero. Makes sense, though. It's his real poppy. It does. It does. And it's suited. Like, I liked the commentary made this for me quite a bit because it was the Rhea Rip. Like, it was just the Rhea Ripley Dominic stuff that was going back and forth. That was kind of funny. Because that it's the most interesting thing. At one point, they said Rhea Ripley is the de facto leader of the Judgment Day, and I was like, I don't she know is. about that. Like, she is. She has absolutely benefited yeah, the most. You're right. She's taken front and center. It's true. Like she, yeah, because her personality is the most compelling. Like she is the most interesting person in that group. Like Finn is having an identity crisis, which is it's interesting and funny in its own right, but it's certainly not like a leader. Um, Damien Priest is still Damien Priest in his weird, uh, uh, like 90s goth trench coat, and then Dominic is, yeah, just weird sub Dominic. It's fun, I have no Sub-Nick problem with it. The right people won, yeah, <laughs> sub <Sub-Nick. laughs> Omos and Braun, it's no fun. MVP. Rhea looked badass, uh, that's true, yeah. Well, you know, as an apostate, I'm sure I, screw all that, I ain't going there. He's uh yeah, former former Muslim uh is now atheist and apparently that's punishable day by death. So no MVP. It's fine. This turned out to be it's a really good state. Yeah, it's a big deal. Omas Omas uh, This turned out to be an amazing hot. match. What the hell? When did Omas learn to wrestle? <laughs> <laughs> you give him enough time and he'll learn to wrestle. He hey man, he looks damn good. He was mouthing off like crazy. That was something I wasn't expecting either. And it was actually interesting. Minus the fact that, you know, because it's 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 both the traveling circus and on television, they have to say the same thing like 30 times for some reason. Um, but, you know, I get why it's happening. And he did damn good. Hell yeah. I think the match went long enough that Omos looked good and Braun getting the win didn't take away from Omos. They found a way to kind of nope. make... 
make a, a clean finish and still 50-50 both men, if that makes sense. It doesn't uh, it didn't devalue either of them. No, this was actually like maybe my third favorite match on the card. Like I really, really enjoyed this match. <laughs> Uh, and then the the undisputed tag title match, the Usos versus the Brawl and Brutes. This was a fun match. I love at the very end after the Usos win, uh, you've got Jim and Jay t- speaking about uh, people just repeating the same shit over and over again. Just gets out of the ring and all he says is, come on, come on, come on, <laughs> come on, come on. Talk to me. Yeah. Uh, broken wrist? Yeah. That's... That's a very interesting thing. So yeah, <laughs> they they say that uh, that he's going to get checked out. Jay's going to get checked out, take an MRI on Monday, and uh, they'll see what that's going to look like. Uh, this was not Omas's first loss because I'm pretty sure he lost to Bobby Lashley at one point in the last little while. <laughs> Sorry, going back to the chat. Yeah. Um, yeah, but going back to the tag match. Uh, yeah, just a really solid match. Butch and Holland looked really good, really strong uh, in defeat. And listen, you can keep doing. You can, once Sheamus is back, you can get those three versus uh, the Usos and Roman or Solo Sokoa. There's there's a lot of places you can go with uh, the Brawl and Brutes and members of the Bloodline, and I'm I'm all for that because this match definitely delivered. Yeah, big time. I feel bad. <laughs> I feel bad for Boogs because Ridge Holland just keeps doing the same move that exploded his knee like over and over again. I'm sure he'll be fine when he comes back. He'll come back. He'll come back strong. Oh, I can't wait. I love me some Boogs. You're going to get some guitar playing Boogs in your ears soon enough. Yay. Good if he doesn't play the guitar, but that's fine. (laughs) Uh, Bianca Bailey, last woman standing for the the match was good. Again, like this wasn't. Yeah talk about that let's talk about the, the the last woman standing match let's felt good. You want to start? it was decent <laughs> uh i don't know like it was kind of all over the place the 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 golf cart spot was weird and underwhelming why um and i don't know if they had to rely on local contractors for their gimmick tables but that was the most transparent straight line i've ever seen (laughs) bad table spot i felt so bad for them they're trying to do the spot at the at the bottom of the uh the ramp with the table set up and the golf cart and so bailey's supposed to come off the the golf cart and right as she goes over just kind of smacks her ass and falls off of the the table table doesn't break but you can very clearly see a straight line just the cuts. the scene yeah. is cut and i was like oh that looks so bad and then they went through the table and it was whatever it was fine but it just looks so bad um either way the yeah, yeah, yeah. was the great I, was good but like i love that finish yeah. though same yeah doing the uh the ladder underneath the ring yeah under yeah. underneath the um underneath the, the bottom rope that's that's really uh that's really cool I, I was a big fan of doing that yeah it's damn good stuff that was solid uh what else was solid? that horrifying like i think it was a botch the kod onto the chairs but because of bailey's knee stuff it was like that that worked out really really well and commentary did it well and bailey you know they sold it well like it was it worked out re- well like the whole thing was just like an awesome kind of walk and brawl beat down do whatever uh, it got time, which is really awesome. Bianca Belair looked awesome as always. Um, it didn't make Bailey look like too much of a chump, although I wonder, like, I question what the plan is going to be with her. Because, like, with damage control, yeah, the story is going to be like somewhat delusional confidence, but I, I don't know, like, what they do, like, where the feuds go right now. Killing time through Survivor I don't think series. she needs a title. Yeah, it's really what we're doing. Yeah. So I'm. I mean, on one side you've got damage control. That's three. There are five people in war games. So that's what they announced during the promo. So you've got damage control, and then who else? Nikki and someone else. And then they're going to take on. Yeah. Then they're going to take on Alexa. Nikki's new partner because they're going to make the right decision. Hopefully, I mean, and then on the other side, yeah, Nikki, Eo, Bianca. And then Sasha Naomi. Everyone's going for that. Maybe. I don't know. Still think I don't care I, anymore. If they got, got I, like I, I've said it once. I've said it a hundred million times. 
they've the 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 resign happened a while ago. They are doing a lot of these appearance appearances via third party set up by WWE, and they're just really playing it uh, close to the vest. That's my feeling. Could Not be. reporting anything. That's just my my general hunch. I just feel like the, the, those those two women probably wouldn't be hanging out together as much as they are if they weren't still a tag team. Yeah, it just again, like I did not think that they were like the best of best of friends. And it seems odd that everyone would book them together after like what was ultimately in the grand scheme, a pretty brief like run as a tag team. Like they weren't like, I, I you know, I don't know. For most of their careers, they weren't an item. So wow. it's weird. They're a package deal now. Um, I don't know. Cora Jade throw Cora Jade in the mix here. She's getting a push. <laughs> That would be interesting. I mean, I I don't know. I still think there's a Cora Jaden Roxy, sorry Roxanne Perez, uh, story to be told with a title on the line, and I, I think we're going to do that into next year. Uh, yeah, next I agree, year. and I'd be fine with that. The, really develop those two yeah. as like the Champa and Gargano of their NXT rivalry period, or the the Charlotte and Sasha, or the Sasha and Becky, yeah, or the Sasha and Bailey, or the <laughs> anyway. You get the idea. Let's let's build up those two women to have really yeah, solid, yeah. Uh, really solid uh, um, feuding. So so yeah, Bray Wyatt. Let's talk about Bray Wyatt. Okay, <sighs> an entrance is long, Tim. It is very long, and I actually, when I said I watched end to end, I did skip this. <laughs> I did skip this. <laughs> because it's the same and the timing is off always and it drives me nuts when he blows out the the lantern i i don't i don't care for it if they wanted to do roman reigns and bray wyatt i swear to god the entrances alone are going to take 25 minutes and we're all just going to be like get to the point so i gotta sing it like code orange get to the point yeah (laughs) it's an awful song and if we could stop listening to it uh that would be great um this would the the, okay well we can talk about smackdown later but this promo was the traveling circus version like he was just like ah we gotta give these people some shit here you go do the same thing you've been doing like because it was it was nothing new from this one like this was more of the same and i'm ready for them to finally start moving this forward because it's been the same promo and the same uh uncle howdy shows up and says something completely you know flip-flop from what bray's saying like it's just the, the, you laughing at uncle thank howdy. you uncle howdy <laughs> yeah it's so dumb and it is and again people are just like oh it's again be i'm not Taylor i'm Rwanda. not condemning it yet it could yeah. turn in but like people are saying that it's going to be this guy or that guy or the Wyatt six. And it's going to be these people. Like, first of all, how it's do you, Bray Wyatt in a skin suit. What do you Bray want? Wyatt in a mask people. And like, there, there's no Wyatt six, you know why there's no Wyatt yeah. six? because these are physical manifestations of a person in wrestling. It doesn't work. You can't sit here and be like, I can't take the impact dark realm. I think it's too silly. I think wrestle house is bullshit. And then be like, <laughs> Whoa, Ray Wyatt has six people, six versions of himself. Whoa. Like, no, these are manifestations of his brain. They're not, they don't come to life. They can't come to life. So I ask you, please stop. Please stop. (laughs) (laughs) I would just be, yeah, it would be great if he could advance things. It felt like on Friday, there was a slight change in what was happening. Yes. But that gives me some hope that I think, yeah, they know they like they've, they've run its course, like, and they're ready to start moving on, but because they're the traveling circus, they had to throw something on the Saudi show. So there you go. This again, the hundreds of small boys in the audience got to scream like little, like little tiny, loud shrieking weirdos. God, did, can I, did I mention that I hated having to listen to the audience during this show? Uh, because it was awesome. just small boys shrieking. This is awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shut up, children. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. Like you said, as the circus comes around, they see it every week where the audience is like yeah. super stoked to chant everything and anything, and they're just following along. It is what it is. Roman Reigns, Logan Paul, 
Logan Paul tore it up quite literally because uh, has a great match with Roman Reigns and then, <laughs> and then reveals afterwards on his Instagram that uh, Torres meniscus and possibly his MCL and I think his ACL. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, I, it's been possibly one of the three. <laughs> I feel like what the possibly one has changed a couple times, but I don't know. Um, so few things. Entrance. Fire. Very cool. Like, very good entrance. God, it's a shame that this douchebag is so talented. It, it pisses me <laughs> off a whole lot. Great tune. I don't know what the tune was. I, I enjoyed the entrance. Yeah. Um, he's still an insufferable douchebag. Uh, but everyone who's rich is a bastard. Um, so here we go. Uh, match, very good. Very, very good. Very frustratingly good. Um, he exploded his knee, apparently midway through the match right nobody now really knows for he sure did an That's awful lot with an ex yeah because he said he said midway through the match but he's also right, like got right. adrenaline running through his veins like what does he yeah yeah so logan like, said he did it midway he, through how the much match. does he know when yeah yeah but he um, did an awful lot on an exploded knee including a an insane kip up <laughs> adrenaline in my soul logan paul does all the moves yeah. Now, uh, I, I saw earlier a headline that mentioned that when they're training these celebrities, they teach them the match spots and they like kind of forego some of the basics. Uh, in this case, the basics being doing the cool shit without exploding your knee. Come on, you can no. Come on, because look at look at our truth this past Tuesday on NXT. It's talking about exploding quads. You know, he went for a. He went, he went to go dive outside and it wasn't the dive that did it to him. It was the trying to, to plant his feet to do the dive when he went down to go up. That's what caused yeah. it. it. It can happen to anyone. Like it sucks that it happened to Logan Paul because there are some, oh, like, yeah, yeah. I know. some I, like, plans that come through with this. Like WrestleMania is suddenly tossed into disarray because actually I, I even think of the next Saudi show, they were going to do the Usos versus both Paul brothers. That's what made most sense to me. And it would have been a it fun. It very match. much seemed that way. Yeah, Titles yeah. or not. It would have been a lot of fun to watch. Um, but other than that, I think WrestleMania is a little bit up in the air for Logan Paul now. I uh, don't know what they were going to do with him. I think at one point Logan versus Brock would be hilarious to watch, by the way. That sounds funny as hell to me. And the <laughs> best way to use two people who like, I, I don't really want to see featured in any significant way, like do a five minute Brock sprint with Logan. That sounds fun to me. Um, yeah. As, as has been pointed out, that buckshot Lariat certainly better than CM Punk. It was very um, good, <laughs> but also better. It was better than Hangman. Like, I don't think Hangman's ever done one that good looking. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I don't know. Again, I, I think people um, are very quick to hate on the Paul brothers for a lot of the time for the right reason. Do not get me wrong. For I heard a lot of many good like, reasons. Yeah. Yes. They, they, they have done some pretty uh, shitty things in their past and they are sometimes just, a little too douche bro entertaining and that's i get it that's fine athletically though sorry man they put in the work and i have to respect that i don't have to but i choose to respect it well they okay and here's the, the thing like i don't i respect it insofar as like cool given money time and access you were able to do a thing successfully um because that's the biggest factor in this so it's like it's impressive but it's not unbelievably impressive i think many people could do that given money time and access um his body type which he was you know kind of naturally gifted with is doing him a lot of favors in how he looks how stretched out and lanky he is makes that frog splash look incredible because his torso is so long he can safely land on top of someone with his limbs outstretched and still kind of flatten out so like that does him a lot of favors and it's just again a genetic gift he was given for this same thing with the buckshot lariat i think the biggest the biggest part of that is his lank and again he's not super duper tall he's six one but like he is thin and kind of stretched out. So it, it, it makes a lot of these moves look really, really cool. And like, it's just, it's just very fortunate. Um, and he's fit because he has money, time and access. Exactly. If you listen to Rob McCallaghan, talk about getting really fat and then getting really fit. 
He's like, no, it's impossible. It's because it's literally my job and I have money, time and access. Like, so there was a story it's, 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 you know, and there was, there was a story from, from a, a week ago or two weeks ago that came up through fightful that, uh, or through WrestleZone in an interview with Bobby Lashley, where Lashley said, I wanted to get I wanted to go into depression and put on 70 pounds and then work it all off. And this is exactly that. This is money, time, and that and, sounds and so funny. It does. But again, like, first of all, yeah. it's also dangerous. But the point, all of this to make the point that, like, they should have let Bobby was, Lashley do that. He just wanted to eat look, cakes and pies for a while. Yeah, exactly. Like, and this was Logan Paul's job. This was his job was to, to get into ring shape, to do this match. And like I had uh, yep. so, fucking, I, I had, uh, okay. I'm going to preface this with like, I do like Louis Dangor. I do. I get along with him. I think he's actually a, a really nice guy. I don't agree with all of his takes. And he was at one point, like someone needs to give Logan Paul all his flowers <laughs> or whatever the fuck. And, and I, I, I just quote tweeted. And I was just like, Oh, he said, whoever trained him or whoever was doing the training deserves like all the money in a school. And I was like that what Logan Paul did was essentially what the NXT stars did before they had TV before, like when they were on the network, they were filming four or five weeks of TV in one shot. And then they had months to prepare for whatever their takeover match was. They didn't call it on the fly. They had so much time. And then I get the reply from Louis is just like, it's not the same. And I'm like, no, but it is. They didn't send him to the, to the performance center. They, they had Shawn Michaels. They had uh, Greg Helms, sorry, Shawn, uh, um, Shane Helms. They had Drew Gulak. Drew Gulak, who also trains like all the celebrities now, did Bad Bunny as well. And look how Bad Bunny turned out with WWE, right? Yeah. That, the whole point is that Logan Paul had everything presented to him the way that an NXT star would have at one point. And that's the way it is. Yeah. Like this is, yeah, it, it is like how they built it. Keep in mind, this is one match he's got to do. He's not learning how to do this day in, day out and maintain his body and improvise a lot of it because, you know, he was walked through and he only had to focus on the dynamics of this one match. Like that's a big difference from an actual professional wrestler. Uh, also, what he did was for like impressive looking but fairly basic like there were a lot of clotheslines a lot of superman punches and he did a couple of frog splashes and stuff like very impressive but like and again like he, they didn't have to teach him the charisma like the the cool cool like video thing where he did that the like holding the cell phone the selfie camera while doing the frog splash is impressive as hell WWE didn't teach him how to do that. A lifetime of constantly recording every damn thing he did taught him how to be able to do something interesting and make sure that what he captures was visually compelling as well. Because yeah. that is a very difficult thing to do during an action shot is to make sure that you're pointing the camera where it needs to be and doing something that could really mess you up. So like, um, as Graham points out, the many run-ins were funny oh. as hell, and I, it made me Nuts. think, like, why? What is the rule? What are the rules? So, so there are no rules. But that video, the way it is. Sorry. So that video, I'm on yeah. Logan Paul's Twitter, and this is just Twitter, and this is just Logan Paul. Two point seven million views, and it's been nineteen hours. Because it's it's incredible. Like it is very impressive that he was able to capture that in a way that is so cool. Like it looks very, very good. The look down to Roman midair that is Wonderful. actually framed well, unbelievable. Like yeah. as someone who films a lot of things, my God, I don't think I could do that while jumping off of anything. Every time I've tried to capture a motion shot with my cell phone camera, my you know uh, concern for my own well-being takes over versus my ability to capture something compelling. Yeah. And, and I see Chad asking, do we see Jake Paul? And I see Jake Paul at the next Saudi show or WrestleMania, not at any of the, the sorry to say, lesser shows. Any big payday? Yeah, I think we'll see Jake Paul in a ring and I'm fine with it. If he teams with his brother, let that happen. It'll be it'll be just as fun. It was uh, it was a good match. It was a fun match. Listen, everyone knew what the outcome would be and everyone knew what this match was all about, uh, but it delivered. And that's really all that they needed to do was deliver and make it a spectacle. And that's what it was, was a spectacle. And Roman, Roman, like shout out to Roman for this match too, because he, he was a, like a amazing dance partner. And at the end, the, at the very end of the show, like what really got me was Heyman, like in his head, like, this is for you. You did like, 
and he looked really legitimately beat down and exhausted. And then he turns around and he like beats his chest and he holds up his arms and he's like, this is my ass. Take this from me. No more YouTubers coming in here. And like, then he's like, ah. And like keeps and just walks out like he sells the jaw a little bit. And it was just so smooth. I really, really enjoyed that. When he shows up on SmackDown, you know that him and Paul will put over Logan Paul and they'll be like, yeah, but he also tore his entire leg apart just to do it. And he still couldn't beat the tribal <laughs> chief. And that's that'll be the storyline. Yeah. Uh, let's let, let's take a yeah, trip to Baltimore. Let's talk about it. I was surprised. Yeah. Baltimore. Where do you want to start? Yeah, yeah. Let's start with the start. God, Jay Lethal is boring. Um, (laughs) Let's start with that. Uh, Why is Sting, who hasn't been around for like um, two months, three months, like still Darby Allen's weakness? Like that was dumb. Hated everything about that. I don't know who that boy was. There's something to the Sting stuff. Okay. Who is this boy? Cole Carter, he he was he was two dimes in NXT. He was the one that they threw over the river. And then he joined AEW, had a couple matches on Dark. They signed him. They put him with the factory. And now he got signed from the signed, moved from the factory over to See? the the Jay Lethal stable with Satnam Singh and uh and Sanjay Dutt. And he was a red herring. And when yeah. they did the unveiling, I was just like, that's so stupid, but I love it. And then they did the Jeff Jarrett reveal, which was obviously much bigger. Good stuff. And this promo is weird, but like in a way, I don't. I found it charming. I'm excited to see how how Jeff Jarrett's going to take it to all these slap nuts. My family got into the pro wrestling business in 1946. That means for 75 years, three generations, so, like, wherever just... the Jarretts went, we left an impact. With a I'm still a simple country lawyer or just a simple country lawyer. Like it was great. It was very, it was very stupid and funny. It's like, whatever, like, cool. Let's bloat this roster some more. (laughs) It's funny because two dimes. I remembered who two dimes was when he first debuted, but it's been two months and I, I forgot about him because he's not memorable. Like, by the way, once again, Trustbusters keep showing up somewhere and then there's no Parker Boudreaux anywhere they were on like dark and dark elevation but not parker i said it when they signed him to a deal i said it and i'll say it again they were gonna keep him in orlando and nowhere else shall he go after that stupid trios title tournament boy howdy were you correct oh boy let's talk about the uh where do you want to go let's talk about the uh the 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 triple threat for the all atlantic championship the Luchasaurus versus Orange Cassidy versus the third man that I completely just forgot. <clears throat> Ray Phoenix. Phoenix? Yes. <laughs> Match was fine. Again, solid in-ring. Don't care why it's happening. Uh, don't care about this title, to be honest. Uh, they did the, the hammer bit. I don't care about Death Triangle's weird fight. Like, I, I don't. I don't know. I like all so, these wrestlers. I yeah, don't like it, what this story is. It feels like Pac is like, I want the group to be a bunch of heels. And Lucha Bros are like, they're fighting it, right? Because of the hammer thing. And that's fine. Um, that, that might yeah, just cost yeah, the yeah. trio's title when the elite come back and they win it back. Sure. The Luchasaurus thing, they had Jungle Boy show up again and fight Luchasaurus. Let's do a stipulation match at full gear. That's fine by me as long as there's some sort of of stipulation that comes with it. Maybe, maybe jungle boy comes out and says, Luchasaurus, you're not a real Luchasaurus. You're not a real dinosaur. And if I beat you at full Take gear, you have mask. to unmask. Let's do that. Uh, and then orange Please, Cassidy that would be, having, that would be so good. That would make all of this worth it to me. <laughs> yeah. And orange Cassidy having a match with, uh, with Katsuyara Shibata. A lot of people had a lot of things to say about how that match came together, putting it on rampage. You know what? they can then turn it up and put it on YouTube. They can put it on socials, whatever it is. Um, if they really want people to go watch a Shibata match, they'll do it. Cause guess what? The traditional wrestling fan yeah. is probably unaware of Katsuyara Shibata and the background of it, that it doesn't matter that he just had his first full match. Completely on... unaware. Yeah, exactly. So you'll find it. If you're interested, you'll find it. If you really, really, really want to watch it, you'll turn on rampage and you will have watched it. That's all that is. 
It was good. Like, I actually watched Rampage this week, and mm. that match was good. I don't know the guy. Taller than I expected. That was cool. Like, towering <laughs> over uh, over Orange Cassidy. It would have been better if Mike Tyson wasn't struggling to remember how to human through a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not the greatest. Stuff. And JR welcoming us to Dynamite at the beginning of the show. That was great. Yeah, what else is new? Like, I don't, I don't even listen to JR anymore because it's mostly just dumb bullshit. Like, <laughs> yep. Cargill and Shafir. Um, um w- uh, woof, man, Nyla. <laughs> so could be so good. Just again, all you needed to do was have Jade Cargill beat the shit out of Vicky Guerrero. You do that. And guess yeah. what happens next? You've created a monster. You've recreated a monster. And then you can have the TBS championship match at full gear. And it looks big because Jade Cargill is this undefeated megastar taking on a revitalized, monstrous Nyla Rose. It is such an easy match to get to and play up, but they are really, really waiting on it. And if they think that they're going to do it this week, I don't know why we're waiting this long. No, That chip bit was so annoying like i just don't i don't know it's not working for me yeah uh joe and cage that was an interesting one great match yeah great match yeah other than that ring it's fun how you feeling about the embassy do you enjoy the embassy the ring of honor embassy I don't, I don't, I don't know who the hell the embassy are. So like, I keep seeing them on TV. It keeps being explained to me who they are. And I don't want to internalize it at all because there's nothing interesting there. Like, why are they named the embassy? Because they're all from different places. I am tired of that shit. It is well, no, so it's, it's dumb. Prince, Nana. Like, Prince Nana's in charge and, and Prince Nana represents the embassy. I don't know who the, I don't know who the, Prince Nana is like I don't know this man. Like they showed you that one video that told you about his past, right? I can't. I keep having to skip through videos on Dynamite because they're just explaining boring shit to me. Like they're, they're not done well to me. They used to be very, very good. Now they are dull as hell. Like the Tony Storm, Jamie Hader thing. Don't care. I don't care. Like I, I don't. We're because it's all so goddamn meta now. Like I don't care. Just show me what happens on the program. Like, anyway, yep. I'm just being uh, pissy about it. There was some good bits, but I just I I don't. There are too many wrestlers on this on this show. It's true, but also like they could have done they could have done better. Listen, the the Joe match versus Cage, really good stuff, really fun stuff. Wardlow coming out mm. afterwards. Like Very much enjoyed the match. the match. Yeah, they set up the match for um for Rampage with uh with Ward Joe and Gates of Agony. Sure, whatever. They're going towards Hobbs versus Wardlow, which Who are Gates I'm of Agony. For. Gates of Agony are the uh the the, the team, yeah. the tag team for the uh the embassy. But yeah, it was it was God it damn was it. What, it what the wait a minute. What? They're also in the embassy? Yeah. That, <laughs> They're all together. They're all in a faction together. Gang wars are back, baby. Why do they have two different names? Why wouldn't they just be called the goddamn embassy? Because the embassy is the overarching faction, and the gates of agony are the two guys. They're the umbrella corporation. This is what the Usos are part of the bloodline, and they wrestle as the Usos. Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. It's like the it's like the New Age Outlaws in DX. There you go. Same thing. You get it. We'll let it slide. Let's get to it's the still a uh, dumb name. Gates of Agony. So how are they? How are they gates? They're men. It's confusing. The, 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 they were, so they're the were gates they the outside author- the embassy. I got it. I got it. Why were they the authors of yeah. pain? Okay. What, what was that? Oh my God. No, the authors of pain makes sense because they're going to go out there and write some pain on your body. But like, what's a <laughs> they gate wrote do? The book pain it stops you. <laughs> Oh, like God. they're just they're just gonna prevent you from getting inside them. Like, is that what it is? I don't know. <laughs> anyway. well, I don't want to talk about anyone <laughs> fighting to get anyone inside of anything. All right, last. Why last... haven't we talked about the best goddamn segment on Dynamite yet? <laughs> That's what I'm getting to for the Ring of Honor World Championship on okay. Ring of Honor Dynamite. Chris Jericho takes on. That isn't the boom, best. Si- That's not it. Cool. That's not <laughs> it. 
I don't want to talk that about that. That was an okay match. Happy to see Cole Cabana back. What are you talking about? That was the best thing on TV. I hated it. I hated it. I like the acclaimed. I like this. This is a, How did you like, hate this, that? This particular birthday bash, I it just felt like it dragged on. I didn't like the segment. I didn't. I there usually was an like injunction ceremony. <laughs> They were going to get adopted by daddy ass. I loved it. And then his own sons came out in their best Young Bucks cosplay. And it was hilarious. I didn't mind it. It did drag on. You're not wrong about that. But that's because they made the unbelievably stupid decision to ask who brought a gift. And it's like that no was, one brings that was audience objects. For, like that is actively discouraged. That was a stupid move. Because like I guess they, they were ready to do the signs. But they seem to be looking for an actual gift. And it's like, no, maybe just go grab a sign, like, which is what they did in the end. But it, that that was a dangerous. It's like it's like when some nobody indie band tries to get the audience to clap along. Like it's it's a my favorite. It's a it's a very risky move to pull, and you should just not do it. The um the the scissors yeah. the uh, the foam scissors very smart. The foam heads great. See that was good long term planning. There they they mm-hmm. set it up to have him be all bound out, and then boom, merch announcement. Perfect. Great and stuff. and also that merch comes around at the perfect time because we're going to get to Black Friday soon, and people are going to be looking for presents. It's good timing. I give them that. Foam scissoring fingers for Jesus's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Thanksgiving. I don't think Black Friday. <laughs> Is, is Black, I'm a Jew, so once again, it's Black Friday, Jesus' birthday? Is that what it is? No, no, no. Black Friday is when you buy shit for Jesus' birthday. <laughs> Speaking of which, all the TV sales suck ass this year. I was waiting, and I shouldn't have. What a joke. Very yeah, don't, on a you're TV. supposed to wait until Boxing Day. That's the, that's the plan. Boxing Day is the It's day. not getting better. It's still going to suck. Prime Day. That's that. when you do it. TV. There was no, I'm not buying anything from Amazon. Somebody should just buy me that 49 inch Samsung extra ultra wide screen monitor. That's what we should do. It's on my Amazon wish list. One day I'll post it. It's pretty sick. Damn it. I hate you. It's great. Uh, I'm looking at it right now. Is there anything else that we need to get through and talk about from uh, this past week? Um... Shayna Baszler uh, broke Natty's nose. Shayna Baszler just kneeing the shit out of Natty's. <laughs> Whose fault was that? That I was love so that we weird. Right there. It was after the match and just <laughs> 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 like was that just like was that Natty just being like, you know what? I haven't gotten a lot of attention lately. I'm gonna just lean into this. Felt like a blood pack. It felt like a blood pack. It looked like paint. I that's all I'm gonna say. It looked, it, I don't. It looked pur- purposeful. Like if it was, yeah, yeah. It, get, it gets Shayna over because they haven't made Shayna look like a badass in a while. Well, a couple things they did during that match made her look like a badass. Like that arm stomp actually looked scary, and then she just straight up kneed her in the face. So good stuff. <laughs> like, how is is Ronda gonna fight her now? <laughs> like, I mean, they're gonna probably do a tag thing. They have to. Yep. Ronda and Shane as a tag team. Keep Ronda Bring me that. away from a microphone. Yeah, let Shane talk. Let's let's do that instead. Or give them a mouthpiece. I don't care who it is. Give them give them a, both a mouthpiece, and I'd be fine with it. Who would fit that group? Yeah, though? yeah, yeah. Mia Yim. I don't know. Maxine Dupree. <laughs> let's go, Maxine Dupree. Uh, Gunter and Rey Mysterio had a wonderful Intercontinental <laughs> Championship match. Gunter wins, but uh, Ray looked did. so good. Big man, little man matches often work, especially when Ray's behind them. Uh, God, it was such a fun match. Yeah. What'd you think overall? Yeah, that was a great time. Like, right. yeah, yeah, I just loved it. It was, it was solid, well booked. Ray didn't come out looking like a fool, kind of re, you know, re solidifies him away from Dominic now, which is nice. I don't have to look at any more Louis Vuitton crap for a bit, hopefully. Um, probably a WrestleMania. <laughs> Last thing I got to say when it comes to Gunter is one thing I really appreciate about him is he continues to make every move a potential finisher. He doesn't just finish the match with the same setup and then get the pinfall, right? He can get you with the power bomb. He can get you with this damn lariat. He can get you with just about any move and put you down. And I really appreciate that. It's good in wrestling to have that kind of like anything can go when you're a powerful big man and that they're really using that with Gunter. I like that. 
Very important. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's good. get out of here. Very, very good. This, this is, this is it. We're done. The latency killed us this week. We're going to fix that. I don't know what happened this week, but, uh, we'll, this we'll was gonna... weird. Yeah. I have no idea. I don't even know where to begin. Next week, I'll be in a different space anyway, because we're moving on Saturday. So I'm hoping that the show happens on Sunday morning. 10 a.m. is the new time slot. Tell your friends. Uh, Tim, tell them where they can find you. They can find me at Tim Stone, P-T-I-M-B-S-T-O-N-E-P, Twitter, Instagram. There you go. You know where the show is. It's Fightful Overbooked. We're dropping stuff every day here on FightfulOverbooked.com. I don't know what you're laughing at. I'm actual Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. Ladies, gentlemen. Friends beyond the binary. I am on Wrestling Observer Live tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern with the one and only Andy Zarian. Andrew Zarian. Andy Zarian. Um, we'll see you then. So go go check that out. Okay. Cheers. Bye. Okay. Bye.